Don't mind me. Just doing my old man things. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I just wanted to be your friend, Stephen. Oh my God, a cable guy reference. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools to Tools, a podcast for the escalating element. Gentlemen, how are we? How is everyone? Al, what are you drinking? Uh, it's uh, homemade damson gin and tonic. Ooh, it's nice. fucking delicious. Yeah, that's what a damson gin and tonic now. I found my slow gin from like four years ago. Uh, it's slow. Night. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's well matured. Um, yeah. Sorry. How are you? What have you been up to? Me. Yeah. Um, look at the calendar. Built the. Yeah, I'm looking at the calendar. Uh, built some concrete stairs. Ayo. Oh, here he goes. Oh, stop being distracted. Being I, no, I just. I literally just said, "Shit, what have I been up to?" I was going to look it up whilst you did your thing. But you don't say it out loud. I didn't. I said it under my breath, and you fucking drew attention. It's a video it. podcast. Leave it in. We don't Steve. edit it. Leave it's it in. Video we podcast. Don't <laughs> Yeah, you built some concrete stairs. Technical error. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, I demolished a shed for someone, which then got transplanted and sent to someone else. And that person has moved house, and now they've got a shitload of jobs in their new house. So I've been nice. working. I've been going around the house room by room. Yeah, like make this room livable, make this room livable. And now they want to get down in the cellar, but all the steps, the house is like two hundred years old. Mm. Yeah, and all the stairs are worn completely. The concrete steps. Um, so it's like really dangerous going downstairs. So right, with you. it was like build forms um, and like try and even the stairs up because they're all uneven as well. So it was like that thing where you're walking down and it's like one's big, one's small. Did you just lay concrete onto the concrete that was already there then or did you yeah. rip them out and redo it? Yeah, no, the, there was so much missing that there was enough uh, okay, cool. of a tread to <laughs> put on it. Yeah, it wasn't just like a skin. Yeah, yeah. Because then I was like, oh, do I drill and put rebar in? It's like, no, like... Yeah. As long as it's formed over and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just a case of like, do you, right, now's your last chance. Do you want anything from the cellar for two days? <laughs> you can't go down there. <laughs> and I was like, I could do alternate steps. <laughs> yeah. Then you could just like, <laughs> but they're like 70. It's like, no, no, oh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just do without the uh, the wine for a bit. <laughs> um, that was nice. Um, apparently now I also pick locks. People keep locking themselves out and ringing me up and saying, "Can can you get me in?" Or um, I can't get in the mailbox. And all this I, have... and I was like, I haven't picked a lock for like thirty fucking years. Yeah, still got it. Um, nice. I have a uh, I have a lock pick set on the way. Oddly enough, nice. that I just purchased the other day because I have my old camper shell that I haven't used on my truck forever. Mm. At some point, I lost the keys. Mm. I've I've turned my tiny home upside down looking for them. And I realized that I need a very specific pick. And although I could probably make one, I was like, I should just get a set of Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, I just ended up making tools like bending shit and filing down hooks and things. There um, you go. But then today, coincidentally enough, I was also repinning the lock barrel on a Vitara <laughs> tailgate because okay. I, I went back to the Suzuki graveyard again yeah. to get a whole bunch of shit. Um, I got a new tailgate. Uh, but obviously needed to change the lock barrel. Um, so took it all apart. Just basically, there's a, there's a combination of like, they have five different sizes of pins and eight pins. So whatever it is, eight, eight factorial, I have no idea what the maths is. It's really easy to do. And nice. you, you can pretty much just change any 90s, car key <laughs> uh, and just change the lock barrel to fit any key so it was great um, I that. so I, I can and even with a bit of a jiggle like one of my Suzuki keys works on all four Suzuki's <laughs> it's, <laughs> like the, it's not even that far off um, yeah a little bit a little bit of furniture restoration thrown in for good measure um, nice. but yeah it's it's always a mixed bag it's diff- something different every day you must be fucking loving it I am but I'm fucking knackered. <laughs> yeah, Understandably you, you so. You have tried like sleeping more than like three hours a night. No. Funny enough, since I left my job, yeah, in inverted commas. Well, I don't need to do, say in inverted commas anymore because yeah. we're filming it. Um, I've I've never slept so much. Yeah. 
And by I mean by that I mean three hours a night. Yeah, <laughs> but that, that's three hours more than I normally yeah. sleep. It's, it's I, three actual hours yeah, rather I'm than a, I'm like, actually sleeping. Yeah, it's great. Fucking great, man. I'm so happy for you. Um, awesome. Right, uh, Brett. What about you? Uh, I have been on a really good push, uh, redoing my website and getting over the imposter syndrome stuff that's existed for the last few years realizing that i like making things i like making usable things and then also some fun little gimmicky things so i spent most of last week revamping the website just to get it better because it really was it was just it was busy and i put something together five or six years ago because i was like so excited about oh, i have a logo now and a name and i was like put it all put all of it on the page so that everyone can see it and so i just thinned it down made things a little bit easier navigation wise and then uh fought wix because that's the website builder that i chose i just fought it to make things work properly and random tabs would just start showing up as i was building it i'm like why did you add that I didn't add anything. I just changed the text. And it's like, are you sure? Are you sure you don't want to list your home address and a contact information as a top tab <laughs> on your header bar? I'm like, no. Also, where did you? Anyway, that was fun. Uh, and amidst that, actually working on said product products and projects, uh, finally posted it yesterday, Monday, uh, for whenever this show comes out. And posted on i i went secret style and i guess now it'll be not so much of a secret for anybody listening here but to the patreon follower folks they got first grabs at what i put up there which was a few different variants of the pirate coin that i made which i'm super happy with they came out great and it was really fun to make them because we ended up using my buddy's power hammer so it was really like Throw the dies in there and try and get it to strike once, even though it wants yeah. to double and triple tap all the time. It's like, <laughs> and we got a few I, I really good ones. That was a cool little setup that you uh, you used for that. It's cool. It was. It's that weird problem solving stuff that you learn. You're like, what do I need to do? Well, what I need is these two things to do this, and I need a thing, and I need a handle. Um, fabbed it up pretty quick and started working. Although we have yet to be able to make one cold. Because the suggestion from the die maker, which is stamp yours, all, a bunch of people make it or use them. Um, he told me minimum was like 75 to 100 tons for cold stamping. Uh, he was like, you got access to something like that? I was like, no, I don't know. <laughs> An industrial level machinist. Um, but it turns out just the, the force itself from a 100 pound power hammer is enough to do it warmed up. Yeah. Like two to 300 degrees. Uh, we'll do it. You just got to be really quick because you can't let the dyes overheat. So there's some mm-hmm. there's some fun little science and all that. Keep a bucket of water and try and dump everything out and then throw it in the water bucket and then, like reset. So every coin being individually made makes me feel really good about it. Because uh, initially I was like, well, you know, if I get this done right, I'll be able to really churn them out. I'm like, no, actually, that's not what it was about. It was, yeah. I kind of want to be able to touch everyone. <laughs> yeah, and know- got visions of fucking troughs of ice pink being polished like no yeah i can't i can't even think about that um so that that genuinely it ended up making me feel better after doing the process which took four or five hours on saturday and then we worked on a couple of other projects while i was over at uh, my buddies but it took about three or four hours to make as much stock as i had and prepping all of it the night before like i have touched and and felt and cleaned up every one that i've made and that feels really really nice as tedious and taxing as it is it's like yeah but i i like these i wanted to make these five years ago and now i actually have them that was a good feeling um sold a couple products yesterday which was kind of a surprise um and and a little bit what vindicating not vindicating i'm not i'm not vindictive towards anybody but it's like i i just wanted to get over the that imposter syndrome feeling of can i make stuff that people actually want to buy um that aren't these giant projects that i do for other clients right stuff that i can do as as side business money as actual products rather than commission pieces yeah and i 
you know, I have a few more to make and I'm, I'm going to get off the podcast and finish working on a couple. I think the only thing that I have to say about how busy the last week has been, I failed to remember that the jewelry that I still had up from the old shop, I had wanted to do an upgrade of because those are pretty simple. If you remember the little crow's beaks that I was making. Yeah. Pretty simple. I kind of liked how like, just simple and clean they were, but I've gotten better mm-hmm. and I know I could do something more pleasing to me. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I started working on last night at about 10 o'clock. I, I just, I was tired, but I couldn't sleep. So I was like, fuck it. Let's go out to the forge. I started working on those. I want to do an upgraded kind of revamp of those. And then I've still got like hatchets and hammers that I want to keep making. So it's been an eventful week. Sorry for the long update, but been an eventful week nice sounds good man um yeah and it's i think it's good to um like say to, to get to the point where you are putting out products again because i know the um the little beak things that you were doing like when you did them i remember you saying like you know you that's kind of what you wanted to be able to do is put out products rather than just commission pieces and videos so mm-hmm. it's good that you're kind of back on that and back able to do that again um, it definitely makes me feel better about things. Just yeah. confidence and skill being five years after that discussion that I had with you, yeah. like four years, whatever. Um, it's not even an ego thing. It's just like, hey, I know yeah. what the hell I'm doing now. Like, yeah, come yeah. on, let's make some stuff and see if people like it. And if they don't, you know, I'm still crossing my fingers that things continue to go well as I as I yeah. continue ramping up. I um, sold some stuff. Yeah. I did. I, I'm... I'm trying to downplay it. I like was losing my mind yesterday. I left my credit card at the store down the street in the machine because I was so excited because I got a notification on my phone that said I sold something that I was buying groceries and left my card in the machine because I was like, <laughs> I got to go home and ship it like immediately. And then I had to drive back down there and somebody was like, did you leave your card? <laughs> yes. My brain is elsewhere. Sorry. Love it. Um, do not. Do not. <laughs> Do not misinterpret my lack of enthusiasm as lack of enthusiasm. <laughs> Shit. Um, what about you, Steve? What's the last week been? Yeah, uh, this week has been, I mean, every week since I got back has been fucking manic. But this one's been, it's been a good one. Um, we had uh, the the button eyes all got finished off. Um, there was some teething issues with that and with the actual finish of them and all that and it so it was a little bit of back and forth with that and it was one of those like i can't which day it was but there was a day that i was set up to have them done and dusted and be able to move on to the next thing and it just didn't happen because we had to redo a load of them and it was just one of those like real kind of ah fuck moments like it's not that i mind doing the the work it was just the fact that in my head, I was I was already kind of moving on to the next task, and then mm-hmm. having that setback, it was just fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're now gone, and they are live on the all days. Um, uh, well, sorry, not live. They were posted to all days thing, and they're going to be um, being sold next weekend at a market, I think. Um, but just seeing them like finished looked fucking ace because it's like this really nice like black finished. Um, metal with the really brightly colored plastic handles and it's just mm-hmm. a it's a nice look i i like them um and yeah then we moved on to uh getting some more stuff ready so we we got i think i've i mentioned it last week that we've, we're doing some work with um mike from ta outdoors um mm-hmm. uh, so we're doing axes for him and originally we were hand chiseling um all the axe blocks like we're hand punching the axe blocks uh then when we got this commission joe was like uh, i'm gonna see if we can do it under the power hammer because it's really easy to do under the power hammer which it is but with the the yang yang because it's such a small one it's not the easiest and it was getting them exactly consistent wasn't easy it was doable but it was just a bit of a nightmare um I can't, something else happened with it and i just said to joe like Look, why don't we just fucking spend half an hour set the fly press up properly on a stand and just use that we know that works so we did that uh which then led to another issue which was the base plate not being thick enough so we got another base plate cut 
then we realized that the concrete that was drilled into was constantly wet because it's only a farm building um so it was pulling the bolts out so the whole thing was still wobbling and it was just like getting that all sorted and getting that fixed and now we've got um a fly press stand well they've got fly press on the stand it's in there securely we can punch blocks nice and easily and quickly and consistently um what size is that fly press uh it's a number three so it's a three-ton press um okay but the way that we use it for doing the axe blocks it's um we don't use the the press weight we use basically the leverage of of pulling it around um but it just makes things so so much easier and just it means we can get consistency straight off the bat um so it was fun like me and joe just kind of got on with that punched a load of blocks um and we're able to kind of start moving on mm-hmm. um and then <clears throat> because i was a bit behind on everything because of like i say with the well just everything going wrong sort of thing um i ended up going backing on saturday and doing um a day of uh i i had in my head like right i'm gonna do this 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 and this and what ended up happening is i was you know you have those days where just nothing like your brain just doesn't work like i was finding like it's that whole thing of like people joke about like oh you're you're looking for your keys and you find them in the fridge like it was genuinely like that like i was upstairs i'm like why the fuck have i put the level up here it's what um so i finished handling uh the little chasing hammer that sam ritty had given me and was just like you know what i'm I'm done. I'm calling it a day. I'm just going to tidy up and start fresh next week. Um, did that and like went to work that night and had a like genuinely really good night at work that night because I think because I just kind of committed to right today's a write off like in, as far as workshops concerned. I'm just going to go home, sort my shit out, and then go to work tonight. I just ended up having a a good night, um, and then. Uh, yesterday and today, I've started helping Jimmy out with. Um, great, well, sorry, yesterday I, we did a few more Xbox, and in the afternoon started helping Jimmy out with um, the all day knives order that we've got. So we this month are doing 150 um, knives for all day goods, um, which is a lot of forging and a lot of grinding. Um, so I've been going on with Joe doing. Uh, spent a bit of time with Joe learning the process for that um and now me and jimmy Jimmy are basically going to spend the next four days just grinding knives um which it's one of those like i think joe was a little bit concerned that it's like because we both kind of like oh fuck grinding knives all day but in a weird way it's kind of nice because you um you just kind of get into it and you just go into a zen mode and also like there is a certain amount of satisfaction between like just through churning through that amount of work um it's it's a bit of a a learning curve for me as well because we're doing it in a slightly different way and it's grinding in a way that i'm not used to um but i've like i've done however many i've done so far and i've learned so much already and like my um grinding ability has gone from where it was before and it's just skyrocketed and i feel so much more comfortable so much more confident with it all now um it's quite good because we uh today or this afternoon sorry um joe had had to go back to do some leather work at home and me and jimmy got chatting and we were talking about like you know what's what's next like moving forwards what are we going to be doing and um in terms of both like ourselves and and everything else um and the because the the all days orders are are growing and like where we both want to be in the next two three four five years whatever it is um so yeah we kind of had that sort of discussion and um and just kind of like like where where we where we see ourselves what we want to do what the ideal is what the like the kind of um the expected is mm-hmm. um and we were saying that you know we know full well that there is going to be at least for the next six to 12 months there's going to be a lot of just slogging stuff out like the um like the all day nights, like both of us are, are more than happy to to do the the forging and the grinding on that, but we also don't want to get stuck in a position where that's all we do. Um, Sounds familiar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
but we are we are able to be much more in control of stuff. So we were talking mm. about like going forwards, like if um, yeah, it, it, where what do we want to focus on? What what do we want to put out there? Do we want to do our own stuff? Do we want to do this? Do we want to stay here? Do we want to go to Sweden or Australia or Norway or Bangladesh or wherever? Like, yeah, um, and, uh, and yeah, so it, it was just a, it was a nice discussion to to kind of have. Um, and I think like it would be a good thing for for us to talk about like where where we see ourselves going because you know Brett, you know, like you were talking about your your products and you want to do more with that and more with the website. So you know what's what's the plan there? Have you got any um, like any any plans for like six months to a year or a year to ten years or whatever? Um, shorter timelines work better. <laughs> I, I still don't think I'm at a point in my life where I can look years down the line. I, I think I have gotten to the point where it used to be, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, or maybe even yeah. like a week out was difficult for me. And I'll say that there's something very positive about knowing that I could probably plan three to six months out now. Yeah, That's a good feeling. Although it's it's busy and things will change depending on either weather or if gigs come in and i i want to reprioritize stuff um but for the most part if i'm capable of keeping up with making products and people actually buying them then it means i'm able to cover my operating costs hopefully every month which means that i at that point am less reliant on those these couple of big larger commissions that i've gotten yeah they're fun but I, I think I might have mentioned it to you guys. It, the most difficult part about it is, well, the longer this takes me, the more I'm eating into, quote, profit. And then I can't work on this for six months and nothing else because it means that no money's coming in in the meantime. Uh, and that was really starting to weigh on me. With the feeling of how things are right now, I know that I've got enough product ideas in my head that I can put out. But some of them might end up being just kind of one-offs because it's like a fun idea that I had that I want to try and make. Um, no one really does that because it's atypical to people that sell products. Even if it is like this ax from so-and-so has a different handle than they've ever put on another one before. Mm. It's not really, it's still the same product, right? It's just in a different yeah. envelope. Um, for me, I, I've just been writing down more ideas of, I've always wanted to try and make one of these. I've always wanted to try and make one of these. And I think we even discussed it years ago, uh, when we were talking more about the YouTube stuff, it's like, what drives you or what's the inspiration for the YouTube videos? And most of the time for me, it's always been, I like the challenge. I don't really need to hold on to anything. It was never a question of making it and, and specifically keeping it for myself. So if that is the way that my brain works, where I feel a lot of achievement and uh, forward progress in my skill by making something, is that then something that I can put on the site that somebody wants? Because it's a one-off. I don't necessarily think I have the the clout for people to be like, oh my God, I'm waiting for his next one-off drop. I don't yeah, even yeah. think they're going to be in the same genre. It's going to be all over the place, right? I'm comfortable with that because that's how my weird brain works. But I, I've now made six kunai, the Japanese throwing knives. I don't yeah. make knives. Like, that's not my thing. But I like the shape. If you look up what a kunai looks like, it's, it's got cooler yeah. shapes to it, and I like it. And I made a handful of them over at my buddy's place this weekend and just went, man, those are cool. I don't, I threw them, they were fun. Yeah. I've thrown them before. Does, does that mean I'm going to go on and start offering them as a recurring product? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know that I want to get into knife making, but that's honestly, I mean, you might know this just offhand, Steve, but those don't require any of the kind of level of expertise to do, say, yeah. chef knives or, or any intricate cutlery like that. They're meant to be yeah. stout and kind of rough yeah. and tumble. Um. But going back to the main topic at hand, these ideas that come to me are now filling slots for days that I don't necessarily have planned out, which is what puts me out further. Oh, 
well, if I'm not really planning on doing anything on Friday, I'm now two weeks out because I know I could fill those extra days two weeks from now. So I actually have things to do all that time. Do I hope I can make income from these things? Yes. I, but I don't think I'm so hungry for being known for one thing or making one specific product. I just don't think that's ever been me. Yeah. But here's, here's the main issue that I've been dealing with. When you ask that question, I've had to ask myself that same thing. How far do I let my brain go? Because if I have too many options, it's like uh, an American diner menu, which you guys yeah. have well, just been aware of. It's <laughs> 400 pages long. Most of it's the same ingredients, but variations upon them. And it you get like buyer fatigue, right? Or yeah. purchase fatigue out of it. You just don't even know what to pick at that point. So I don't want to go so far all over the map with everything where I just don't feel like I have a good enough focus because that's going to mean thinking six months or a year out is going to start to dissolve. And then I'm going to be like, well, I don't know. Now I need to get through the 20 ideas in the next week so I can get it out of my brain. Yeah. So I need to find a balance in what's going on right now. Currently, I feel like I can look three to six months ahead of just get through the winter, work on some house stuff on the weekends, try and give myself a better schedule, work schedule, yeah. to where maybe I'm not working seven days a week, every week. Um, and then I can balance fun things or adventures or traveling and whatever I want to do, maybe on the weekends, like a normal human. Um, but it, I'm in a good spot right now. I feel really motivated and really good about how everything's going. I'm still not at the point, and I don't know if this will ever be a goal, to say what the next year looks like a year yeah. from now. I don't know that I can do that, but I, and I'm okay with that. So like, there's a couple of things that I want to touch on. First one is I said uh, a lot of words just now. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I, Jimmy and I have had a lot of um, quite in-depth conversations uh, over the last month, just because of some stuff that's been going on. And, um, and one of the things I said to him is you can have a five-year plan that in a month, gets completely changed like you you can say right in a year i want to be here and then a week down the line go actually that year plan i don't, I don't want to do it anymore like it, it's about just having a, a vague direction um and something that you can work towards so i think um even for someone like yourself where you don't necessarily where you want to be able to be fluid and adaptable and changeable like i think having a a vague plan is or a a plan that does change is still perfectly doable and acceptable because I'm I kind of the same like I don't I don't want to say like I'm definitely going to be doing this next year because when I when I left um the the last place like I did not have a plan um mm. I had a vague idea of where I wanted to be um and but none of the stuff that ended up happening was anywhere near being on that plan and the same is like i have a vague plan for where i want to be in the next two to five years um and kind of like steps i need to take to get there but i'm also aware that every one of those steps i might go right this has opened up a completely new opportunity and i'm going to go down that road instead mm -hmm. rather than just kind of not not really knowing um mm -hmm. and i think the other the other thing that i was going to say is you were talking about having a that list of things to do that are um like one-offs or like i want to do this because i want to do this um and again like that's one of the things that we've been talking about is the fact that with some of the work that's coming in that is going to be just repeat orders it's going to be making the same thing over and over and over again that's two weeks out of the month for two of us um mm -hmm. but that's like that's like a baseline that's I can pay most of the bills. Anything on top of that is, you know, it's a bonus. Um, so that's a like, if we can get to the point where that's actually the case, that's a really nice position to be in because we can do that. Like, I'm going to do this. And if it sells great, I eat well that month. If it doesn't sell, I'm just on beans and rice that month. Like it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It's not, I'm not going to lose the house over it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, we've, each of us has got a, um, a sketch pad at the moment and we're all drawing up different uh, different types of axes you want to make or different knives you want to make or different projects you want to make. Like, I, I don't know if you saw the candlesticks I did the other day, but that's that's an idea that's been floating around in my head for ages. 
Um, and you know, so now I've done that. I'm like, right, okay. I know the principle works. I want to expand on that, and I want to do something else with it, and and all of this. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of I'm with you on that. Where it's very much kind of like I want to I want to be able to do one offs. I don't want it to just be oh, Steve makes X or Brett makes Y X. or whatever. Steve uh, yeah. makes eggs. Steve makes eggs. I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd watch uh, that for sure. I I'm actually a platypus. Um, but yeah, you know, I I want to be in a position where I can do new and interesting things and not something that's of my usual variety. Like I, I've said for fucking years, I want to make art. I just really struggle with it. And if I'm in a position where I can make something and feel, I don't even need to show this to anyone, let alone sell it. If I don't want to, then great. I might actually be in a position where I can start doing that. Mm -hmm. But um, Yeah. Sorry. How are you going? I think you've done yourself a bit of injustice talking about your plans and and sort of labeling them as vague. Like, I think society has become way too obsessed with quantifying stuff with numbers. Yeah. Like, my plan uh, is to be making uh, 100 knives a month, and then I want 75,000 followers. And yeah. they, and it's like, I, I remember having a boss um, years ago, and she was fucking mental, right? And she couldn't even one run one restaurant and she was like uh this time next year, on three no this time next year i want three restaurants fuck's sake and i was like what do you mean yeah a why like b why not just put three times as much energy into this and you might even be vaguely good yeah. but also like to what extent to what value and is that exponential is is the next year 14 You're like where are you going with this yeah and and she had no idea she just thought that a number was a good way of measuring something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd much rather go sort of Harry Seldon with things and, and talk about a vague yeah. vision of, of the principles of what I want to be doing. Like mm-hmm. this time next year, I want to fucking sleep at night <laughs> or yeah. I, I, I want to um, make things for a living or, <laughs> or you know, or, or, or be my own boss, you know, how what what's going to happen in that year i have no fucking idea yeah we've just spent three of them locked in our fucking living rooms <laughs> exactly like what was what was your fucking three-year plan then yeah so uh, we need to get out of that numbers game and into like ultimately what is it you want to be doing yeah right i want to be making products i want i want physical tangible things that at the end of the day i can share with the world yeah mm-hmm. right how that manifests, how many you do, how big they are, how small they are. It could be one thing a year. It could be a hundred things a week, but like, you know, you're doing what you planned to do. Mm-hmm. It, so I, it, it's really interesting that you say that because, um, it, I, I, with, at some point within the last week, um, I was, uh, having a, I was, I was driving and I do a lot of thinking when I'm driving because my brain doesn't stop, but I was trying to, quantify what it is i want to do with my life like it's always been that case of like what do you want to do when you grow up like i don't fucking know and like it's always been a joke about the fact that you know i'm nearly 40 and i still don't know what i want to do with my life and um and i was thinking about it because you know i'm i'm very much looking forward to starting um making videos again i i really want to um do more with the photography side of things um i've got some very cool things and ideas lined up um i like um making the stuff that i make i like telling the stories that i can tell um and i was trying to figure out like what what is it what's the kind of what's the overarching theme what what do i want to do and it was it was very fucking vague because (laughs) this is this is so fucking um like emo teenager kind of thought process but i was literally um driving out of um the the park that the uh or the estate that the the workshop is on and it was just a beautiful fucking evening sky like the the sun was like perfect golden hour everything just looked beautiful there was like deer in the distance and you know the the color of the leaves was all fucking and it it was just fucking beautiful and i realized then that that's kind of that's my purpose like that's all that's how i i see things is i your glorious purpose i my glorious purpose um i i want to show the the beauty that i see um that i get to experience like the beauty that i get to experience every fucking day 
I want to share that. Whether that's in something that's made out of steel or whether it's something that's made out of pixels or whatever it is. Like that's that's what I want to do. That's how I want to impact the world is by sharing the beauty that I, I'm lucky enough to be able to see. Because not everyone does get to to see what I see or do what I do. Um and you know, that's why I want to make videos about other people's workshops because I find other people's workshops fucking fascinating and beautiful and interesting places to be. And the same with other, like just with crafts people in general, like they're finding their passions and exploring that. You know, that's, that's why I like doing what it is that we do. And I, I realize that that, that's why I want to make videos. That's why I want to make products because I want to be able to, um, it's all a vehicle for just showing that to other people because it's so easy to forget that there is that beauty there in the world um and yeah that's kind of my that that's my vague thing is vague I mission statement but you've yeah. never as far as i know you haven't had like your own personal mission statement in a long time mostly yeah. because this this situation you're in right now is relatively new yeah uh speaking in terms of how long we've been doing this podcast but this is a that specifically is something that I'm not sh- sure enough people are either taught or aware of that mission statement sounds very marketing wing office yeah. building type stuff, but it makes a lot of sense. Like if you can give yourself a, a mission statement, it can be goal oriented. It, it can be uh, like Al was talking about a year from now, I want to sleep well Yeah, to a degree. That's kind of a mission statement, but if you're looking at, something that can help drive you for a few years or even for a lifetime. I think sitting down and actually trying to write up a mission statement for yourself, nobody even has to see it. You just write it on a whiteboard somewhere and stick it in the back of your shop. Mine was make your life. And that hasn't changed. It's extremely vague, but that hasn't changed in years. And yes, it is a a play off the word make because I do want to make things for a living, but that's it. Like I wanted to be in control. I wanted to do things for myself. I wanted to, you know, forge my own path and figure it out. And yeah, I worked for other people still, even having that mission statement. But those in my mind were, I knew they were finite and I knew it was stepping stones to get to a situation that I felt matched my mission statement. Um, And yeah, it's a little bit whingy just to say the word mission statement this many times, but I think it's really important to do. And I'm proud of you for saying that. Like if this is the first time you kind of vocalize this on the podcast, I like knowing that that's where your head's at, right? You want to share the beauty of the things that you see with other people. Yeah. A businessman would say that's way too vague. Where's the numbers in that? Yeah. But Al, Al, going back to what you said, one of my favorite things that I learned in my last desk job uh, that ended up being the reason that I left was, they didn't like non-quantifiables. That yeah. was their terminology for it. It's like, well, if you can give me metrics on these things, you can do that. It's not day. that they don't like it. It's that they can't comprehend it. Yeah. Yes. So it'd be like, how many, says no. yeah, how many hours does it take you to actually animate one of the things for the website? And I'm like, well, it really depends on what they don't want. I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. Uh, and it's just, be like, well, we, we, we can't move forward with non-quantifiables. I'm like, well, yeah then be better at giving me my task to do. I don't, yeah. You don't De- know how to do my job. Define it better. Yeah. It I, I can only, I can only tell how tell you how long it will take if it's been done before. And if you want something that's been done before, you come at the wrong person. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that's oh a God. fucking statement. I like that. We like, mean, that like, the only, like I, I'm going to hand this over to Al in a sec, but the only thing I w- will say with regards to all this is I am very aware that, um, the the vague thing of saying i want to show beauty is not um is not going to pay the bills and like the reason that when i sandwiches with the song and the dance yeah like the reason that i i want to you know when i get around to making the videos again the reason i want them to be good and i want them to be seen by people and i will i and i will completely be honest i will say i will care about the numbers because the numbers are what pays for it so that I can then go and do it again and I can do it more. That's why I want 
the videos to do well is not because I want to be rich and famous and have loads of money. It's because I want to do more of it. Um, it's the same with like <laughs> the reason I like make or the reason I like selling axes now is because if I sell an axe, it means I can make another one. You know, it it's the same with like those um, the little friction folder knives that I'm making. Like I want to make more of them or I want to sell more of them so I can make more of them. Like it's not, it, it's a, um, it's a way of getting to the destination. The destination is putting more beauty out in the world. The way of getting there is by monetizing that as dirty a word as that is like, I can't do this shit for free. And the only way that I could do it would be to have, you know, go back to working in IT or go get another job at wherever and just do it in my spare time. But then it becomes something that I can't afford the time to do. So it gets put on the back burner. Like it, yeah. I need and to then, make money from and it. And the episodes sound like they did three years yeah. ago when we were talking exactly. about them. Yeah. So I'd rather like, you know, yes, this is a fucking struggle. And, but yeah, it's sorry, Al, you go. I'm just, no, this is good. I was done. <laughs> <laughs> I was just interrupting Brett. I just I Al from your uh from your perspective because you bring a certain degree of like you you were the one that was most recently in a long-term desk job and now are on your own and busy enough to where you are turning certain jobs away and stuff. We talked about your scheduling last episode and how you're yeah, you're not sleeping but at least you're sleeping well. As far as what your do you have a mission statement? I know you're aware of what that means to have a mission statement because of your previous work, but do you have something like that right now? Or is it still too early and you're still in what Steve's talking about where it's, this is the means to get to the next road. These are stepping stones to get to the next thing. You're clearly building skill and making connections with people, but you know, we always joke that you're just going to end up owning a restaurant or a food truck and traveling all over. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think a mission statement for me would, even if it was broad, it would be a um, a straight jacket for me. Yeah, you know the the second the second I commit that to paper or the ether or whatever, it would be limiting me. Yeah, because then I'd be like, oh well, I can't do that because I said <laughs> I was going to um, I said only I make aquatic yeah. themed knitwear. <laughs> Whatever. hey um, i'll take a team zisu sweater if you're making them <laughs> uh and and that's probably why i've always been reluctant to do it, and that's probably why i've never made my website mm -hmm. yeah because the second i make a website it's like oh that person's a graphic designer who also does yeah. scrap wood projects and it's like that i'm pigeonholed yeah it's like it's um the uncertainty principle the second you observe something it, you're, you're changing how it behaves. Mm. Yeah. So it's like I, 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 I'm, I'm Is afraid Heisen, to do it. Heisenberg's Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. Um, so I'm, I'm afraid to do it because then the cat in the box dies. That's yeah. Schrodinger. So, similar thing. Yeah. The we, second we, you we, observe it, the yeah. cat's dead yeah. or alive. But are you, are you? So you, you use the word specifically. You said I'm afraid. I know you're not literally afraid, yeah, but. Yeah. It's not driven by fear of committing yourself to something. It's just you've accepted that this is exactly how you are. And it's better that Al's Hack Shack and the Job Shack kind of live outside it's, the box. It is it, just an all-in-one. It's all like uh, insecure people would call it, oh, it's got commitment issues. Like, no, 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 no. I just don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got commitment to you issues. Um, yeah. But that's it's that in life it's like yeah. I, I, like i don't want to get married to that that specific fucking yeah, yeah. label whether it's a you know like i'm 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 a chameleon in so many ways yeah mm -hmm. that is that is my label all right then it'd be funny if you could write what? some algorithm for your website that it changes every time somebody <laughs> no they, that, that that has genuinely crossed my mind yeah and it's like who you could you could get someone's like um search metadata and depending on what things they like it would be tailored to you yeah i don't see i i think the idea of just having it completely random every single time well that, yeah that as well a roll down like, screen i was like what meeting do i have now plumbing right bathroom yeah. background 
but like so you go to like the landing page of the website it's like it's a different color it's got different things and but each one is like an individual like individually randomized yeah so you've got like 15 different elements that will all kind of like it's best, yeah. that's relatively easy. we did we've actually done that for a, um, a generative identity for a brand oh, nice. it's, it's quite easy to do yeah um <laughs> it's just all right so if, if there's not a an overarching um theme to what well like you joked about it, steve like oh i'm 40 and i don't know what to do with my life it's too fucking late yeah, yeah. i'm, I'm I, like it's the point of no return already <laughs> i should have yeah. done that at 20 if i was, oh, if, I was you, yeah. if, I, if i was gonna do that i should have done it 20 years ago yeah it's too late now to do that if i do it now it's it's worse <laughs> but all right is there is there anything like um more <laughs> more quantifiable more specific like is there any like short-term goals where you're like actually i really want to learn how to skin a deer or learn it whatever you know, yeah, like, like we were at a course remember yeah i know <laughs> but that was the only thing that came to my head but you know like is, is there any any specific things that you want to achieve like in the next i've i've, I've kind of i've got past that sort of it's not like um self-serving but like i yeah. i don't need that anymore yeah, I don't like. Oh, I want to clout, climb fucking Kilimanjaro. Oh, no, I don't. I want sorry, to yeah, that... jumping. It's like it's not anything yeah. that I want. Anything that I have any ambition to do from now on yeah. until I die is for the for the purpose of doing something else. Yeah. So like, I want to t learn to TIG weld, so I can yeah. then TIG weld things for people. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's not about like. Yeah, sorry. I, I want to do it. I I put that quite badly. I mean, more as in like, you know, you want to get to the point where you're. Um, yeah, you know, you're you're able to take more jobs on or take less jobs on or you know you want to move to paraguay or something i don't fucking know like is there any kind paraguay. of like <laughs> any anything like that where it's like there's a specific thing that you want to achieve over the next or get to so or have available to you every day and this is not an exaggeration someone asks me to do something that i've never done before yeah so can you make a set of concrete stairs? Can you yeah. tile this? Can you install some wooden paneling in my living room? Can you yeah. pick this lock? You know, and it's like, it's all stuff that I've never done before. So I just saying yes to those things yeah. for now is enough because it's like th that the challenges that life is setting me every day is enough. It's like, so basically, basically you want to be able to keep saying yes. Yeah. That spiffing in which case al have you got an order yeah it's spa spa uh, which means i am first so i am going to spiff um a person but also a, a specific thing that they do um that i met at maker um so Brian House from Houseworks, or House Made, um, uh, who also has a podcast that I can't remember the name of, um, but uh, met him at, um, at Maker Camp. Also, when I was at Maker Camp, got to play with one of his forges, which was the Apollo Forge, which is a ribbon burner-based forge. Um, it's relatively cheap. It is available in the UK uh, sorry, it is available in the US and also out of Denmark. Uh, he has a European supplier um, that might be getting supplied in the UK via uh, UK Knife Supplies. Um, it, this is completely unsponsored and everything, but uh, obviously ribbon burn and forges are quite good fun. This one, it was so fucking cheap and worked so fucking well. I was <laughs> genuinely really impressed. Um, and it's just a it's a really fucking well made product product. Um the uh the the thing runs at like nine PSI um but gets super hot. It's just it like he's just thought really well about each and every bit. And also the fan on it is super quiet. It's the only time I've ever had a gas forge running where I've been able to talk at a normal volume over it without having to raise my voice and shout. Uh because normally when there's gas forges going, it's constant and this was you could just talk at a normal volume um the only downside is uh it does require electricity because it's using the fan to force air into it so 
if you're out in the middle of nowhere and the power goes out like it did at Maker Camp because the fucking world flooded, um, then you can't use it. Like we had to rely on an old normal gas forge uh, to do the demonstrations with. But other than that, like if you're going to be use- if it's in your workshop or anything like that, like I. I'm hugely impressed with those Apollo Forges. Like, I genuinely want to get a couple for uh, Maker Central next year um, so that when we're doing the demos, we can um, use those and actually be able to talk above it without having to shout too much. Because every other year, I've ended up with zero voice by the end of the first day. Um, but yeah, and like like Brian's just a, a fucking lovely dude as well. Like genuinely, really, really nice guy. Super keen to help everyone out. He's very, like, very. Uh, I don't want to say like business, like it's a bad thing. Like he's very business, like business is a good thing. Like he wants to make good shit, and he wants people to have good shit in their workshops. Like he's, um, he's he's. Yeah, sorry, my laptop's just decided to have a, a, a wee fit. Um, so I'm now looking down there and not over there. Uh, there we go, it's back. Uh, but yeah, that's it. So, uh, Brett, you are next. Uh, going to do a re-spiff, but I think this fits pretty well with what we were discussing today. So a while back when he was still a relatively small channel, you all might remember me spiffing Milo, yep. Mini Minute Man. Nice. And Milo has been working on a project behind the scenes and has kind of a new journey that he's going to be sharing uh, where he traveled through the western side of the United States, I believe. And he just yeah. put the first episode out recently. Nice. It's it's cool. It's, you know, he, I think he even expresses it in his, they did a celebration video recently because he passed in subscribers and he talks about it he's like yeah when i first started doing social media and tiktok and stuff it was me being an idiot and then he even shows himself just being a goofy young guy using tiktok for tiktok purposes and then he starts talking about how he did the debunking thing and that's what got him more play and then but he was actually passionate and that's why he was debunking because he hated this shit you know that's where i remember him from Yes. So I, I enjoyed watching that journey over the last year where he's gone from, okay, well, it's easy to just, everybody can criticize on the internet, you know, and it's, we see reaction videos, but I thought he was doing something different. And then obviously he started putting out the larger or the longer format videos where he was actually expressing why he was debunking and then giving you other information. And then even to the point where he started getting experts on and M curators and stuff. So he clearly has enough established, let's call it street cred, even though it's totally book cred, (laughs) um, where he's working with professionals now, people that are much older than him, you know, much wiser and much more experienced in the world of archaeology and and history. But he's getting kind of the tip of the cap from everybody. And I like the idea that he's taking on a new jersey, a new journey and with what we were discussing, this idea of, you know, what's the next few years look like? It doesn't have to necessarily be the long-term goal. He could have probably done debunking videos until the point where people stopped liking them. Yeah. And then it would have been like Al was saying, oh, well, I put a website together and now I'm just that guy. And then when no one wants that guy anymore, what do you do? Yeah. I like what's going on. The first episode, I'll, I'll tell anybody that maybe has watched him before, it's different because it's slower pace and it's a little bit quieter, but I have a feeling that they're probably going to ramp up. Um, I think it's just nice to see somebody who is young, um, but obviously he's proven that he's got something valuable to put out there in the world. Yeah. And so it's uh, it the dark roots. Yes. Dark roots is the title of the new series that he's doing. Yeah. So, um, if you like him, I know he's just like he's a young buck, and I still feel like he's very aware of how much learning he has left to do. But as we've all discussed, like Al even said it, it's like it's not about you know every day is a challenge, every day is something new, every day is learning something new. Uh, that stuff really intrigues me. So wa- being able to watch somebody else out there who is successful financially from YouTube and doing side hustle projects and stuff like that—he's a young guy. I think he's got a pretty decent head on his shoulders. He bought a house. 
I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure some of his team is like living there, so he's just made the decision to like we should have a home base. I think I think there's a lot of good there. I want I want to keep my eyes on what he does in the world of YouTube, social media, and also archaeology and history because it's yeah. important. No, I am. Um, I think that's a great shout. Like, I he's. It's funny you keep saying um, that he's young because. I, I I never really think about that. I, I it's probably because I still think that I'm like we're all. Yeah, he's like not. 21 or 22, yeah. I think. But he's um, he's very like you said. He's he's very willing to admit that a he's got a lot to learn. He doesn't know everything, but he's confident about what he does know. Um, mm-hmm. And when he passionate, yeah, I think passionate is a big aspect of that as well. And when he presents information, he presents it in a generally in a non-condescending way it's only condescending when he's talking to idiots um yes but it's yeah it, it, it and it's it's really good to watch um on a slightly tangential one i'm sure he also had another channel for a while i think it's was, called milo rossi or something yeah where he did some like um urban exploring and i remember yeah, him doing, yeah where he went around like a, an abandoned concrete yeah. track or something and like I've never, I've never thought I would enjoy that kind of content, but it was genuinely really, really interesting. Like he's, yeah, he's a good chat man. I, mm-hmm. I really like that dude. So, yeah, nice. Thanks, uh, was- Al. What about you? What? Uh, just talking about um, products and X number of year plans. Um, I don't know if you saw Simone's latest video the, uh, the, the hanger yeah i've not yeah. seen it but i saw the thing so she's been working on a product for three years and you think oh it'd be some elaborate fucking jacko yeah weird over complicated million dollar thing it's like no it's just a coat hanger that folds in half yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's like my coat hangers are too deep from my from my wardrobe and why are coat hangers this deep when you can just fold it and it's genius and it's so simple, but obviously it being simple means it's ridiculously yeah. complicated. Took something like 150 iterations of like prototyping to get to mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. product and like, you know, material tolerances and production methods and stuff, but it's, it's great. Um, she says it about 10 times in the video. It's like, why has nobody done this before? Yeah. <laughs> why has nobody done this before? Just a really quick note. When we have discussed in the past about simple is difficult, and it, it gets discussed a ton of the in the art and design world. That's a prime example of what it means yeah. to go through 150 iterations on something that we all know what it looks like. Yeah. It's been the same way for hundreds of years. And you just go, just fold it in half. But none, but none of the iterations were simple. Exactly. It, it, was, it was so funny because she'd get this, she'd get one coat hanger out and it looked like one of those wooden snakes with all the little segments. And then she'd get another coat hanger out and it was made out of those um snap wristband things <laughs> so it like snaps back into place and stuff and she's just gone i went through every possible way of doing it and then it's no it's just a hinge yeah <laughs> it's like it's, it's i like knowing though that it's this it's well thought out it's a very yeah, particular yeah. hinge it has that gap ability yep. where it can cater to different simple simple yep. is so difficult but I, I love that you get to do that that's great keep it simple stupid um yeah no, is that it al yeah, I mean, I've got. I've got, got it in. I've it's got okay. an AOB. No, no, no. It's simple. I don't need to go on about it. It's yeah. quite folding off. Yeah, it's fucking great. Um, good shout. Uh, well, you said you have an AOB. Are we there already? Uh, I mean, technically, it's it's books, Ooh. books, and then jokes yeah, happens at some point. Emails. Um, yes, go go for the AOB. I'll do the email afterwards. Yeah, so um, being um, financially disadvantaged as I am, <laughs> um, I, I had to sort of get rid of a lot of things in my life, which is great and refreshing and liberating. Um, but one thing I really didn't want to get rid of, but had to, was um, Audible. Yeah. Because I now drive five times as much as I do, as I used to. Yeah. And the one thing I lo- loved doing when I was going to work was listening to, in the car to a book. Now I'm in the car way more, and, and I don't have that access to uh, books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Although I fucking do, and I didn't realize. So if you have Spotify, you've got pretty much the exact yes. same library as on Audible, and the books are just there for free, and there's no bullshit one book a month or anything like there is on Audible. I saw... Just, they're, just, they're just there. I, saw I mean, that... it's, not, it's, not, it's not as comprehensive. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Amazon is you know, a bookstore yeah. um, for all intents and purposes. But all the books that I, you know, I was listening to the, um, the Culture series on Audible, and I was like halfway through. Is that on? Stopped. It's on fucking Spotify. Fuck. So for like, free. Because I genuinely saw the other day that Spotify were releasing audiobooks. Well, they, I, they, they had some on. Yeah. And it was like, oh, free audiobooks. And I was yeah. like, there's nothing worse than a free audiobook. It's like, this is shit. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like when they first did podcasts and it was nope. literally Joe Rogan and that was it's, it. No, it's great. <laughs> ah, that's fucking. Okay. I might have to. So um... If you've got premium, which I have included yeah. with my mobile phone contract, yeah. it didn't cost anything. It's like, no brand. I might have to uh, look into that then because there was like there was a few that were on Audible, Audible that were like included with membership, so you could just listen to them. Yes, but they'd be like included, and then the next month they'd not be included, so yeah. I couldn't re-listen to them, and it was just annoying. Um, that's fucking ace. Good shout. Nice. Yep. Good bit of information there, Alphonse. Uh, Brett, is there any AOB from you? No. No. Okay. I don't believe so. Just um, keep supporting everybody through the uh, winter holiday sales and things like that. Was, Anybody that's making products. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, just like my bit of AOB is if you're going to order something from for oh, fucking words, if you're going to order something from a maker for Christmas, order it this fucking week. Do not leave it any longer because it will not get made in time. Or if it is, you're just adding stress onto a, a Onto, mm-hmm. onto another maker mm-hmm. even if you email them and say hi so and so can i get one of these i can't pay for it yet but i am gonna pay for it as soon as i get paid then do just do that just like pre-order it fucking so that they at least know that it's coming otherwise you're gonna put people under more stress than they need to be uh, oh i found out uh wix finally put a pre-order thing i mean it may have been like four years ago because i haven't updated my site but i can technically put pre-order which oh. I wasn't able to do when I first got the site. Yeah, yeah. I can do pre-orders now. Nice. Exciting. Um, yes, but good shout, Steve. That's, that's yeah, really I was important. like, why is, why is Brett going to an overpriced British yeah. DIY store? I, I thought he meant that Wix as well. I was like, <laughs> why, why would you pre-order from Wix? It's fucking Wix weird. is like Home Depot, but worse. Yeah. No, gone. All right. <laughs> um, Noted. Right. Okay. Uh, so... The email of the week is always from from Alan. Fucking hell! You can't spell um, email without Al. <laughs> uh, hi lads, uh, just wanted to promote promote Movember. Uh, I'm in a team with Shark Attack along Shark Attack along with Kevin Sharkey. And if you want to donate, you can find the link on Kev's at Shark Attack. He's in like Team Kevin Shark Man. Attack yeah. along with Kevin. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. You didn't I, need to make that complicated. Well, it's because I the way that I read it was. I'm in a team with Shark Attack oh, and right. Kevin no, Shark Attack. Team Shark. Yeah. yeah, so Team Shark Attack is Al and um, Kev. I don't know if there's anyone else. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, but yeah, it's it's on their Instagram. So at Shark Attack 1979 or Wood Turning by Alan's channel. Uh, and yeah, if you can, go, go and donate and look at them with silly facial hair. Um, and... He's got. <laughs> he finished the email off by saying, "I have a great uh, fuck it. I can't words. I have a great mustache pun, but I forgot it. Guess it's shaved for later. That's not even a joke. No, that's not even a pun. No, it's just a different. It's just a word. He yeah. just misspelled a word. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, shaved for later. If- Oh, that was so much better. Yeah, if you say like Sean yeah. Connery, it works. Uh, if you can get someone that can actually read aloud to read it out, that'd be even better. Um, yeah. Uh, so if anybody wants to email us, you can. It is hello at fwtpodcast.com. Um, please email us so it's not just Alan every week. Um, yes. And if you want to find us, uh, you can find us in all of the usual. You- oh, fucking hell. Even to find us, you can find us. In I mean, at this point, it's just, this could just be pre-recorded. You can find this. Might as well just be a jingle. Me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade Thirteen, and you can find Al 
at Al's Hack Shack. Al's Shack! There we go. See, we can't pre-record it because you do a different one almost every week. Um, some weeks you just go, I can't think of one. Um, and if you find us as a group, we are FWT Podcast. Uh, some places. Or Fools with Tools. It's, it's the name of the podcast. Go go look it up. Um, but yeah, so that's it. So until... It did used to be really pink, but it's been left in the on the windowsill and it's gone kind of brown. Yeah, it's weird when it does that. I had a, um elderberry gin that did that. But it also went, kind of has as well. It really went went kind of fausty. Um, also, there was a fucking gin on advertised on Instagram or something, and they were like, "Ooh, look at this Instagram deep purple gin! Like, look how it changes color when you add tonic water to it." And they diluted it, and it got lighter in color. So that's not changing color; that's being diluted. This but- is what happens at the end of every episode. Now you did it last week. You did it this week. <laughs> You say you're wrapping up and then you just start a fucking conversation. It's just the only chance I get to talk to Al. Okay. <laughs> it's called yes. the after show bants. Uh, used yeah. to be a Patreon only uh, exclusive. I was, remember that. Yeah. I was going to. Oh, fuck. Yeah. We did do that for a little while, didn't we? Can you remember the fucking um, the conversation we had about sandwiches that got written up and put in the Patreon? We could just get AI to do that now. Yeah. It's fucking easy. Um, speaking of Patreon, this is for those of you listening, you may have heard us mention that uh, this is being videoed. Uh, we video chat every week doing this, but we're actually going to put it up on Patreon this time. So if you listen to this and you are a Patreon, then you can go and look at us. I guess. And you can see the weird face that I was pulling when I said that. Um, and if you're not a patron and you want to see our faces, then you can't unless you join. So go visit Steve. Yeah. So, okay, that's it. We love you. Bye. Bye. Uh, stop. Ah, fucking mouse. <laughs>